0: Hey guys. So welcome back. Um, This welcome back is a little bit different than the last. So now you can see this is Elevate, the podcast. Sheer Therapy is taking a nap. Um, You know, me and the girls, we went away last year to New York to celebrate our cousin's birthday. And You know, we just kind of had some real conversations and some of us really were digging to find our purpose and in that journey of finding our purpose, you know, it's just we realized that this was something that we each had our own personal goals in and we decided that that was the best thing to do. So here we are, it's 2022 and my hair hasn't been washed since 2021 and this is how I'm starting the year. Because, you know, we have it's a fresh year and we got new year, new podcast, and we're welcoming 2022. But I want to approach it this year a little bit different. Um, everybody, you know, NEARS is, I'm not going to knock it. It's a great time to, you know, put things into perspective, see what you want to continue with, see what you want to leave behind, see what you want to grow into make goals, you know, like aspire to things. But at the same time, a lot of people think, well, why do you have to do this on New Year's? Oh, it's so cliche, blah, blah, blah. But the point is you're actually taking time to actually do it. How many times do you wake up? Like, yes, you can have a new day, a new month, a new minute. You can get into an argument with somebody and be like, I'm going to be fresh. And in five minutes, new me, But the point is we don't. Um, And sometimes we do, but New Year's is just special and it has a magical feeling along with a lot of other holidays where it's just like, this is the day, this is the day I'm choosing. I'm going to get with my friends or myself or spouse or my kids and we're going to write a list and this is the list of things we want to do. It's kind of like our bucket list for the year, you know, and And I I think there is something magical about that. I think that having a specific time to be accountable for at midnight, I need to make sure, or on New Year's Day, I need to make sure I write this list. And here is the list of the things that I'm going to accomplish for the year. I think there's, there's beauty in that. And as cliche as it could be fine, but the point is that you're doing it and I'm here to welcome in 2022 to leave behind some of the things that were no longer serving me. Um, things I was putting time into that I could have been putting elsewhere. And it's not to say that time was a waste of time, but I just could have made something that is okay. Great by taking that time that I was putting into those buckets that could have been empty and been okay. Um, Another thing I wanted to just touch on quickly, uh, for people who are listening, who have been subscribed to this podcast for a while is I wanted to talk about fear. Um, and again, it can kind of tie into like the new year because a lot of the things that we want to do, we don't because of fear and fear is something that is so paralyzing. Like think of the person who, you know, we watch horror movies, right? I haven't watched one for like 13 years, but you watch a horror movie and the killer's coming and you freeze. You're just like, and it's because that fear paralyzes you literally deer in headlights, paralyzed by fear. You I'll, I'll tell you guys a story of how, um, elevate came to be. I was, I was literally pregnant, with my second child Harper who's now five. And I was working from my dad's basement. I worked in salons for years. And after my first daughter, I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't go to a salon 13, 12, 10 hour days, come home and be a mom and a wife and a friend and all of that stuff. Like it was just taking a lot of time. And the atmosphere of the salon I was at, you know, everybody's doing their best, but So I went home and and did work from home and it was easier because easy, it feels good, right? Like who doesn't want to do something that's easy? So I was working from my dad's house as usual, but this was now full time. And it went from two days a week to three days to five days till so many days I'm working there. And the problem became that now the people who lived in that home didn't have a home. It was... Pam's workplace. So we had to work all around that. And honestly, guys, there was one shower. The shower was in the basement where the hair sink was, where everything was in the house. So like literally picture you pull up to this house, either my dad, sometimes he had a shirt on, sometimes he didn't opens the door or my grandma opens the door, greets the client, through the hallway, through the main living room, through the kitchen, down a set of stairs, into the basement, which has one working shower. So, but this was easy for me, right? This was great. So you come downstairs, which also has a living area. So if people wanted to watch TV, they are now watching TV where I'm cutting hair. So literally like for eight to 10 hours a day, this was like a no access zone. And we're down there. And again, it's like my sister would work out and she's like, I have to shower. I'm like, Oh, hold on. I have like three blow dries left. So anyways, flash forward, I'm about to give birth in 10 days. And my dad gives me a call and he's like, Hey, uh, I need you to get out of the basement. It's causing like a lot of stress in the home. And I'm like, okay, when? He's like, I don't know, a month. And I was like, whoa, dad, like I'm having a baby in 10 days. Could you give me a little bit more time? He's like two months. And I was like, okay, let me get back to you. So now I'm here and I'm like, whoa, okay, how am I going to do this? Call my big sister. Stayed in my feelings for a good five minutes how could this happen? How could he do this? I'm pregnant. He's not thinking blah, blah, blah. Like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? We were supposed to make an entrance. It was going to be this great at home salon, blah, blah, blah. But what I didn't see in that until the conversation that I had with my sister is that I built a roof on top of my head out of concrete that made me think this is, this is easy and this is great because it's easy. So why do I have to keep going? And my sister's aunt, think this is great. And I'm like, what? And she's just like, yeah, like how long did you think that this was going to stay this way? And I'm like, I don't know, forever. And she's like, no, this is great. So about 20 minutes after that conversation, I think it was about 11 something at night. What did I do? What Pam does best? I found a solution. So I Googled the heck out of the internet, of chair rentals and salons that I can go apply to and reaching out to people. And then I stumbled onto this ad, which is really funny because when I ended up meeting my landlord-to-be, he told me he doesn't even know how I found the ad because he took it down so long ago. So I don't know, maybe some divine intervention, maybe an internet glitch, who knows? So I find this ad and it's like there's a salon suite by sherway. And I I now go to the salon suite by sherway and I see they have these rooms and it's like literally you can go and you can open a salon the next day. All the equipment is there. You don't need to bring a thing. But of course, I like to dabble a little bit into the prettiness of life. So, I just had to change a few things around, throw some pictures on the wall, blah 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 to make it pretty. However, point of the story is I was due November 29th, the call came in around November 20th. And by, I think the next week I had the lease signed, Uh, I started setting up uh, maybe a week to two after giving birth to Harper. Um, And I was in there by February 1st working. I think it was actually even January. And the point of the story is, I was so trapped in fear, a fear mindset of having to do more than what felt easy, that I was willing to stay in something that really was dysfunctional. It was very dysfunctional on so many levels because it was easy and I didn't see the roof that I built on top of my head. So... That salon situation was great. I reached out to a friend that I knew also didn't like the environment she was working in and we swapped hours. So she would work the day shift. I would work the night shift. I'd pump some milk. I'd go to work. I would, I think like work from like four or five until sometimes 1030 at night. And that was how I, afforded to pay that rent. I was like, okay, well, if I get one girl in there with me, basically whatever I'm getting from her pay is helping to pay the bills. So then, okay, this is great. I'm now back to not having to pay rent because it's subsidized by one stylist. She's getting a good place to work in. I'm getting a good place to work in. And this is great. But again, I didn't see the roof that I built over my head. So It started to become dysfunctional again because I didn't want to keep missing dinners and evenings with my family. So I then started looking, okay, so how can I now get another space so we can both work at the same time? So then I found another ad and I was going to this gym and my sister's like, well, why don't you just check the gym where you're working? And again, found an ad and she was looking to rent the third floor. Cool. Found another space. I was actually saving on the rent now, a little bit less, and I had double the space. And it was just me and her. But guess what? Now I had time freedom. So I had time freedom now that I didn't have to work the 5 p.m. shift. So we could both work at the same time. And that was great. And it felt great. And then I found a second stylist. And, you know, we went through a couple, but we found another one. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. So now I can actually help to pay for other costs with another stylist. Okay. This is understand. I I understand this all. This is cool. And then again, you start to realize, oh, oh, but I wish I had this. And we were on the third floor and there was no proper air conditioning and there was no proper this. And like some people just didn't want to take the stairs. And then I was still not feeling like it was my own because I am subleasing from somebody who now I have to follow their rules because I'm in their business and is their establishment. And anyways, then we had plans to do something and I was just something in my spirit just didn't feel like I had made it home yet. So what did I do? I started looking again. And honestly, this one came organically. A client was sitting in my chair and she was like, well, I know, shout out to Sydney grind. I know of a place that is for lease up the street from the shop. You should check it out. And I was like, okay, cool. She sends me the listing. I met with the guy the next day because I don't sleep on things. I literally get an idea and that's it. So I met with the guy and he saw me, uh, his agent brought me to the place and Honestly, guys, I don't know if you've been to the second location on Bering in Etobicoke, but I had to make a brick wall because I wanted it to feel lofty, cozy. It was very important for me when building this business to give the same feeling like you're in my home because I started at home. And one thing I said is I will never be a salon owner because I didn't like the environment of the cattiness and it just felt cold and there's just so many things I didn't like. So I was like, this salon is going to be everything that I don't like about salons. So I built this brick wall because I felt like it made it cozy and we had like this patio outside. Anyways, I go to see the new place and there is a real brick wall. First of all, I saved probably about, I don't know, seven, $8,000 and buying fake brick. But I also... Now it just felt like this was it and as soon as I seen the brick I was like this is it but it was an empty shell with nothing not even a bathroom gross but the brick wall was beautiful brown floors and I was like no I'm going to make this feel cozy and so what did I do signed the lease gave my notice and built this plan. And we had this great opening party and my brother-in-law was going to play the violin and we were going to have swag bags and bloggers, yada, yada, yada. And there's this line, um, tell God your plans and make him laugh. Well, opening day was April 1st and lockdown was middle of March. So here came coronavirus to tell me, pump the brakes. But I was like, this is okay because what i've learned from the first fear lesson to leave my dad's basement to go to the second place to go to the third and now finding this place i was like you know what lemonade dale so we are going to make the best of this so i now took it as okay well instead of having to rush to make this place beautiful in a month we've got some time it's a lockdown and seeing that I come from a contractor family, we got everything done, we had time, and we opened July 1st. And that was the birth story of Elevate. And when I started it, you know, I got a branding girl, because again, big sister said, you can go big or go home. And we sat and we literally sat for for so long to talk about what I wanted this to be. And when I just kept saying uplift. Like I want people to leave and they feel better than when they came and blah, blah, blah. And then poof, the word elevate came into my mind. Cause I was like, I want this to be a much larger experience. I want you to feel like you've gone up a level when you leave our doors. It's not just about having pretty hair because anybody I can give them pretty hair. This is not a thing. It's, how do you feel like in your soul as a person, as a human? What conversations are you having? What is your whole experience like when you leave? And I was just like, woo, we're going to call this Elevate Beauty Lofts because we are elevating your beauty from something that is not just external. This is an internal experience. And funny enough that probably I think two or three years ago when we were in our second location, I started filming a docu-series called Sheer Therapy. And that's where the Sheer Therapy podcast came about. Because the one thing I can tell people is I will never hate what I do. Like talking to human beings and having an experience where you connect by your life journey to me is just irreplaceable and priceless. Um, And that's where sheer therapy came from. It was just regular conversations with regular day-to-day people. You don't need to be a Kardashian to have a platform to talk about your problems, but it was just a place where you can come sit in my chair, feel accepted, feel like this is your moment. And I am pouring myself into you while you pour your heart out to me. And when you leave the biggest smile on your face, which we can still see through the mask, through the eyes, but you have you you've come and you've had an elevated experience while you were in the place. And that's where sheer therapy came from, and that's where Elevate came from. It's just this is a higher concept. This is not your everyday salon. It's a community, it's you're our family. We love you guys. We we do our best to make sure that when you're in our hands, trusting you know, your beauty to us, we are really being there for you in that moment. So back to 2022, it's just like, wow, you can sit there and you can make goals and it's great and stuff, but sometimes in those goals, you need to stop to actually commend yourself and, and give yourself a hug for where you've come. Um, because, I never thought I would be a salon owner, like never. And it's nothing that's in my head. I don't have a, like a ego about it. Like this is mine. It's literally, I have built a safe space and community for stylists as well as clients to just be who they are, be a creative and do it in a place where you're not, You're not uh, held captive by these hours and you're not allowed to take a weekend off. Like this is your journey. I want to help create this journey for you and be there to support you through it. So again, when I look at my, my goals this year, it's just to continue and pour that into the place. And it was really important for me to not stop this podcast because again, the podcast was birthed basically through the salon and, uh, everything that I hear from you guys every single day. Um, so yeah, it's basically about like, let's clean out the old and, and make way for me, like spring is a huge time of new growth. So new years, we're getting rid, we're pruning and we are getting ready for a new season of growth and change and, um, to forgive ourselves, to have grace with ourselves, like, Okay, so you gained 10 pounds in the lockdown. Whatever, man. You're still breathing, you're alive. You can laugh. You can like there there is always something and there are things that we all go through that are really tough to us sometimes and everybody has their own experience, but there is always something that you can find that is good. So, have grace with yourself. Another thing is like daily mantras. When I walk my dog every day, I say I am happy, I am healthy, I am whole, I am complete. And just keep telling yourself stuff like that. Just what you want to be, tell yourself you are, don't wait to be there. Um, Cause you could be waiting forever. Um, and just how, how you can stay motivated. Like, yes, I know we're here. We're in another lockdown. Um, it, But like, look at up. If you look online, people are just kind of laughing about it now because it's just like, well, here we are again. What are we going to do this time? Um, So just trying to find people like you can talk to and have conversation and stay on a good side of things. Don't get caught up in the news. Um, You know, there is a therapist that told us like we are living in 90% drama and things that are not relative and 10% of what matters. So honestly, let's increase the 10%. Let's, let's keep pushing through, um, and just really changing your perspective on things. So again, if you have all these expectations and, and worries and stuff, really just try to sit within and change your perspective of what's going on and get out of the Debbie Downer side and just try to find the silver lining because there is always a silver lining. Um, But some of my lighthearted goals this year, uh, I need to read one book per month. Right now I'm on Green Lights, Matthew McConaughey. Honestly, it took me like, I don't know, a few days to get through half of it. Very proud. I just started to love reading in my mid-20s because of Cousin Dan. Um, Another one is to put a little bit more effort when I get dressed in the morning. I'm a really simple girl. I have this curl complex that started as a child, but I find that it is harder to find outfits to wear with curls that are a little bit more dressy than when my hair is straight. I don't know why I'm going through it. If you have any tips, let me know. Uh, time for myself. So again, even if it's once a month, don't bite off more than you can chew. If it's once a month that you check yourself into a spa, a Park your car in a parking lot. Park in a parking lot and just be by yourself. Self-care. Making my yeses stronger and my noes stronger. So if I don't want to do it, it's a no. I don't need to have a justification. It's just a no because I don't feel like it. My new line is, that's just not my frequency. And if it's not, bye. Um, Presence. Being present. Being there... You know, when I get my stuff on my to-do list, I'm very big on agenda books lists. but when it's done, shut it down and give myself a time. You, Pam, you can't look at this again until 10 p.m. When you're having dinner, listen to your kids. When you're on a call, be present on the call. If somebody's telling you a story, listen to the story. Stop multitasking, a.k.a. multi-switching. It doesn't work in every area. Um, And... Yeah. And just simplicity, honestly, just learning to love more of the simple moments. I love them a lot, but like literally it doesn't have to be that serious. Nothing has to be that major. Um, and then trying some new wines. I would love to try some more new wines. Um, and you know, all the other stuff is like superficial. Like, yeah, I want to lose some weight. I want to trim up You know, but uh, you just have to embrace that. You know, I think cellulite is always just here to stay and it's not going anywhere. And I'm just going to learn to love it. Every little pocket of it, I'm going to love it. So anyways, um, that's pretty much just my intro. Just wanted to give you guys a little glimpse into how this came to be back to a solo project. Um, Because again, sometimes you just live in fear and doing it on your own Doing it with a group seems easier, but easier is not always going to bring you to your true purpose and, and what you really want in your soul. So what you can expect is some guest appearances from cousin Dan and Denny, um, other guests, salon clients, um, family people, lots of topics, health, self-care therapy, books, um, Honestly, anything and everything you can think when you've sat in my chair we talk about, we're going to talk about here. Um, So yeah, that's it. I hope that you enjoyed this first episode. It was very freestyle. um, And I look forward to many more days sitting and speaking with you guys. But until then, sit tight and share this with a friend. If you have any information or ideas you want to send to us, Email us at info at elevatebeautylofts.com. Check out our Instagram at elevatebeautylofts and catch you next week. Toodles. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Elevate, the podcast brought to you by Elevate Beauty Lofts. If you've taken anything away from this episode, it's to live with love, forgive, give yourself grace and know that we're all in this together to get more feel good stuff like this subscribe to our newsletter at www.elevatebeautylofts.com and follow us on instagram at elevatebeautylofts and leave a review but most of all share this episode with somebody you never know who needs it see you next time